are now listening to The Awakened Soul. Alright now. <laughs> you know what it is. What is it, Hayes? It's the Awakened Soul, baby. Yeah! Welcome to the kickback. Yeah, the kickback. Oversaturated, what's up? Extra regular, what's up? UML, what's up? I'm just saying, what's up? Andrew Bello, what's up? What's going on, WWPE? Alright now. Let's go ahead and have fun. Let's get it. We gon' kick back, 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 we gon' kick back. Alright ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 39 of The Awakened Soul. This is the episode that's built all around your questions and this is the audio experience of The Awakened Soul. So just step back. I'm super excited about this one. Um, But we're going to go ahead and hop right into the questions. The first question is, Hayes, you speak a lot about success and your drive to make everything you do successful. How, How would you explain to someone how to obtain success? All right, we're going to start. I know we're starting this one off a little heavy. I wanted to get this question off the top. I would say this. It's very simple. If you want to be successful, being successful has to mean as much to you as eating. It has to mean as much to you as sleep. You have to be willing to forego those things to obtain success because every moment that you're sleeping, if you're really trying to drive and get something now, I look at it a little bit different. I don't expect everyone to have the same ethic because it does take a lot out of you. But the fact is that you have to value your success more than your sleep sometimes. Uh, and and by that, I mean, if you need to be grinding on something, if you need to be hitting it hard, then, hey, sometimes sleep is a benefit that some people just don't have. I've been in that situation. Hell, I'm, I'm in that situation sometimes with this podcast every week. I have to think, OK, am I going to get the sleep? Am I going to go to bed a little bit early or am I going to? Take some of that so I can put in that little extra time to edit this podcast to make it sound just a little bit better. And that's just a podcast. I do this podcast for free. I make no money off this podcast. I don't, it's not, it's not an interest of mine. This, this podcast is what I do because I enjoy it. But at the same time, I still have a dedication to the quality of it. Um, so that same thing has to be put into almost anything that you do if, to obtain success. You have to be willing to step outside your box. And for all my, my beehive members out there, um, there was a, and I can't remember the exact story, so if I do misquote a little bit, but there was a time where Beyonce said uh, she was so busy working, I don't know if it was an album or a video or whatever she was doing, that she didn't realize she hadn't eaten for three days. Because what you, your your success has to mean that much to you. When you're in something, when you're locked in, that has to be the thing that means the absolute most. And some people just don't have that drive. So my thing is, if you want to be successful, if it's anything that means that much to you, you have to be willing to forego some of the things that are looked at as basic things that us humans should have so you can obtain that success. You got to be willing to cut out some shit to get where you need to go. That would be my answer to that. Once Whatever you're trying to be successful in, once that means as much to you as breathing, as sleeping, as eating, that's when you know it's something that you should pursue. And that's when you know it's something that you should put your all and everything into. The next question that we have is, Hayes, what is your favorite song of all time? And anytime I get asked this, it's difficult. I have three 
songs that I consider my favorite songs of all time. And these are songs I can listen to in any rotation um, <laughs> forever. Um, but one of them is um, Footsteps in the Dark by the Isleys. The other one is Give It All Up by Marvin Gaye, which I'm not even sure if that's the actual title of the song. But you guys know what I'm talking about. And the third, the third I'm going to leave a little mystery. I actually end the podcast uh, with with what I consider... Um, the third on my list of favorite songs. It's not third. It's like one C. Um, but yeah. So so that that's that's a little fun there. Uh, next question, Hayes. What is your favorite memory with your children? I think I shared this on a podcast before, but and this is this is gonna sound so bad, but my favorite memory uh, with my children would be a time that I'm riding uh, in the car with my kids and kids are in the backseat. And I can't remember the conversation, the exact conversation that was happening, but nonetheless, it, it was, it got silent. They were in the back. I was in the front driving and my daughter, my younger daughter sticks her, her head up from the back into like in between the passenger drivers, driver uh, side front seat and just sticks her head up there. It says surprise motherfucker. And, it was a. I didn't laugh. I had to hold myself from laughing because I thought it was funny as hell. And I had who wh- I had a discipliner on why she would say that. But internally, I was cracking the hell up. Shout out to Alana, by the way. Um, that was just a, a hilarious moment. Uh, I don't tell many people that story uh, because it's like I said, it's a little embarrassing. But God, God, was that a was that just a funny moment? Um, all right, next question. Next question is, Senor Hayes, what is your favorite type of food? And I said Senor on that purposely because my favorite type of food is definitely Mexican. An authentic Mexican. None of that Chipotle or Taco Bell bullshit. Authentic Mexican food is definitely my favorite. Um, by far. It's not even close. Italian is, is, is following that uh, because I lived in Italy for a few years. But yeah. Yeah, gotta be, gotta be. Um, <laughs> next question. Hey, so who is your favorite musician right now? My favorite musical artist right now is Kendrick Lamar. Um, and while I know he doesn't play his own instruments and stuff like that, it's I, I love Kendrick's artistry um, with rap, and I love how each one of his albums have a completely unique feel to them. Um, kind of all really tell their story, their own story when you look at it. Um, I. I think Kendrick's growing um, each album. He becomes more comfortable in just his own uniqueness as an artist. And it's, it's, it's dope. Like, I mean, how can you not just love Kendrick Lamar and his music? I, I know some people don't, but yeah, Kendrick and J Cole um, kind of one, a one B there. Um, next question. Next question is, Hayes, besides the podcast, what are some of the things you do in your free time? Well, Besides the podcast, I'm a father of four. I work full time. Uh, my kids are old enough to the point to where they have their own events and need attention. And I, so I, I really I don't get to do much in my free time. But when I do have it, like I love poetry and spoken word live. Um, I love music in general. Uh, I love TV, mu- uh, movies, uh, basically anything you hear me talk about or cover on this podcast, that's what I like to do in my free time because that's how I spend it is getting content for this podcast. So it all, it all comes back to the awakened soul. Uh, so the next question is, Hayes, you've talked several times about doing a live show. If you were to do a live show 
slash podcast, what would it be like? All right, here, let me set the scene. If I was going to do a live show, first of all, it would it would be an event. It would be like this mega like red carpet type event where I just let everyone come in and it would be called definitely would be called the kickback. And and the music would be music from the the 90s, some 80s and early 2000s. And there would be a DJ. And and but before we even get into the event itself, it would be like this long, drawn out and like entrance waves. So I am here on the red carpet for the CEO Hayes, host of the Awakened Soul and his event, The Kickback. And I'm hoping to get a great interview with him before he enters. Oh, wait, there he is. Hayes, 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 over here. Can I have a quick moment? Absolutely, AJ, anything for you. And I must say, you look great tonight, by the way. What's up? Oh, thank you so much. I truly appreciate that. So I have a couple of quick questions, if you don't mind. Sure, go ahead, Mrs. Jones. Anything for you. So, how does it feel to be on top of the podcast world? You know, it feels great, I must say. And I I don't like sounding too cocky, even though, I mean, let's all be honest, I do deserve it. But uh, me joining you and Mel, for one, I feel like that was like, that was like Tupac signing to Death Row, Biggie signing to uh, Puff Daddy. Like, it's just... It was such a match made in heaven, um, and it definitely supplanted me as the top podcast in the game. But I mean, outside of that, I mean, it feels—it just feels great to be on top of what you do. If you thrive to do anything in life, anything that you do, you always want to be at the top of. You want to be at the pinnacle of. And thankful to to me and, and uh, mainly my team, the people who um, have helped me build the Awakened Soul, the guest uh, Andrew Bello, Billy Ray Valentine, Gerald L. Cooper. Um, Poindex, everyone at over at UML, um, it's just it's it's grown and grown and grown. Fame Black as well. I mean, I'd, I'd be remiss if I didn't shout out Fame Black. Oversaturated as well, my brothers. Like it just it feels great because I know what I do, no one else can do, and I know that we're, we're evolving and and taking this awakened soul thing to the next level, where it's moving from a podcast to audio experience, is really just supplanting me like i said not not supplanting me it's firmly planting me uh, in my footing in in the fact that i'm the best at what i do i've transcended podcasting so yeah i mean i i can't be beat in this game and i don't say i don't say that to sound cocky or say that to say that i'm necessarily better than everyone else but i say that to get everyone else to step their game up because this podcasting thing needs change it needs evolution everyone's capable of it i'm just glad i'm at the forefront of it okay well i am totally enjoying that so i noticed that you mentioned your podcast as being the freshest but how do you plan on keeping the podcast fresh while you're delivering a weekly product that must be really daunting yeah it it can be it can be a little hard it can it can be trying at times but a i keep it fresh because it's it's what i love to do and it's my baby it's it's something that you nurture so it's never going to get old, but as well as, like I said, um, changing it from just a podcast and audio experience is going to be a big part in what keeps it fresh because it's always going to be something new. Um, also, my guests, how they always revolve. How I always like to pull people in from other podcasts, people who aren't podcasters, people who just have a lot to say about whatever topic we're deciding to cover that week. That's what's going to keep this podcast on top of where it, where it is and it, and even more so. It's it's just being me. I mean, 
the podcast is definitely a reflection of me. I am, as many people know, uh, just all over the place with everything that I do. And um, yeah, it's 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 just it's it's evolving every episode. Um, me evolving as a person as well. I mean, the podcast is a is is has to be a reflection of me. And as long as that I'm going to stay the diverse and uh, crazy person that I am, the podcast, the audio experience, I should say, is always going to be fresh. It's always going to be amazing. It's always going to be something that makes people think. That's what this podcast was built on: is wanting to provoke thought and conversation. As long as I keep that focus, I really don't don't worry about having um having any issues and you know this this kickback this is a first step in really getting into the evolution really that that evolution becoming um something that everyone can see this is a celebration of our of our evolution so be on the lookout for that okay i can dig it i can dig it so with music being such a big part of the show and who you are as a person who are some of the biggest musical influences for you Jimi Hendrix would be a huge one. Um, the Isley Brothers as well. Um, Marvin Gaye. Marvin Gaye is just, it, it stays in rotation uh, all the time. Um, Stevie Wonder, my my um, favorite artist of all time is definitely Stevie Wonder and someone whose music definitely influences me. And um, it's just, it, it becomes a part, it's become a part of who I am um, as well as Prince. I, I got to mention Prince, like the how diverse Prince was that that's just he should be inspiration to anyone. Anyone who who claims they love music should have at least a couple of Prince songs in their in their rotation at all time. I'm on the rap side. Royce the five nine, even though he's not a legend, so to say, as far as like just the claim that his 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 uh, albums have reached. But. That, that guy is one of the best rappers of all time and, and his lyrical flow is just amazing LL as well prime LL um Jay Jay-Z I, I, I as much as I have problems with Jay-Z's music uh nowadays some of it, it just his what he's done over his career cannot be cannot be beat um Eminem too on the rap side um yeah but I, I think and you know what let me let me not forget to mention um kansas i love the band kansas and most people who (laughs) know me probably wouldn't think that at first but those are those are definitely some of my biggest musical influences and like you said music is such a big part of my podcast it keeps me also looking out and staying on top of new music um but it's really a throwback like i I love old school music and that's i I try to keep that at the forefront at all times so you're always going to hear a little a little old school in the awakened soul. That's the that's the soul part. But speaking of influences, let me talk about these shoes you got on, Miss Jones. You out here looking good tonight. I must say, I, I definitely appreciate you uh, coming to my kickback, dressed the way you are and looking just just adding to the sexiness level. I gotta say, ma'am, thank you very much for that. that those shoes are fly. Oh, thank you for noticing. You know my shoe game is tight, baby. <laughs> so I've also. You mentioned before that the Awakened Soul is evolving from a podcast to an audio experience. That just sounds so hmm, je ne sais quoi. Can you tell the listeners what you mean by that? Yeah, absolutely. When I when I say an evolution, I mean just that. It's it's gonna completely change this podcasting game. It's gonna completely change what people look at uh and what podcasts can be. You know, 
for a long time when podcasting first started, podcast it was literally someone sitting in front of mic talking about whatever topic they decided to be about and that was it that was the original podcast now it involved to incorporate music to incorporate um, interviews to incorporate personality skits like podcast has been uh, has evolved into is really its own form of entertainment more than just an information stream like it used to be whereas the awakened soul now where it's evolving into an audio experience it means that it's it's going to be just that it's going to be an experience it's going to be something that you walk away from and you really feel like hey that was just everything. And that's what I want the Awakened Soul to become. That's what it is becoming. And the kickback, like I said, is, is, is the first part to that. Oh, I love that. Especially with the part when you talk about it being a deep experience. <laughs> that gives me the tingles all over. Okay, so if, if this event is the first step towards that evolution, what can we expect from the kickback tonight? Well, what you can expect from the kickback tonight is definitely going to be a lot of fun, a lot of excitement. You know, I'm sorry. They're, they're calling me in the event. I have to get in. But if you want to really know what the oh. kickback's all about, you're just going to have to come in here, girl. So go ahead and, 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 and put this mic down. Put the camera down. Both of you guys come in. Drinks on me. Let's 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 go ahead and get in here. We are definitely coming in. Thank you so much for a fantastic interview. And thank you for much, so much for stopping by on the red carpet and taking a little bit of your time. We truly appreciate you. You look fantastic. We are definitely coming in there to celebrate with you. Coming in is going to happen a lot tonight. So I'll see you in. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the kickback, hosted by the one, the only CEO Hayes in the building. I am DJ Gullah Gullah, rocking the ones and twos, and we gonna kick this party off right. So, with no further ado, let's get started. R.I.P. to the man Craig Mack. We gonna kick this party off with the flavor in your ear. Man, I get more butt than ashtrays. The fair one, I get mine the fast way. Ski mask way, and you can ransom notes. Far from handsome, but damn, I get a much. More guns than roses, foes is shaking in their boots. A visible bully, like the gooch disappear, vamoose, you whack to me. Take them rhymes back to the factory. I see the gimmicks, the whack lyrics, the shit is depressing. Pathetic, please forget it. You're mad, cause my style, you're admiring. Bad UPS is hiring. You should have been the cop. Hip hop with that freestyle, you're bound to get shot. I feel so. Who do we really think won between Biggie and Tupac? Because I mean, I don't, I don't really know honestly. I, I say Biggie won because Tupac died first. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Damn. Um. I mean, I. But Pac didn't hit him up though. Here's the thing, though, is that this easy to figure out who really won this beef. If Tupac really did fuck Fake Evans, he won the beef. That's true. That is that's, true. That's actually very true. That's very true. The only people that really know the truth about that, though, is him and Faith. True. I'm leaning towards believing it. Personally, I lean towards believing it because really, did Pac ever say anything wrong or embellish in any of his diss tracks? I don't think he ever did. Like a lot of people nowadays, they they'll say wild shit just because it sounds like a dope line. Did, 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 did Tupac, to recollection, ever do that in a beat? No. 
but you can't look but you can't look at it like this did he have sex with faith before biggie and faith got together and then does that really count ah i don't know tupac you know he started set tripping man i don't know when he got out of jail he, <laughs> he wasn't a thug before so i had to go with biggie and plus you know me being the the you know the dark skin chubby guy of this group i'm always gonna go with biggie right <laughs> Right. Yeah, I mean, I mean, hey, that's gonna be kind. Of, I get I, there's no real way of ever of ever knowing that. But y'all, y'all enjoying the kickback so far? Oh yeah, man. Yeah, man, it's nice in here. All right, man. We um, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go get some drinks. What y'all want? And whatever's brown. All right, cool. What yeah, about whatever. Yeah, whatever's brown, mix it with cranberry. All right, I'm gonna go get these drinks. I'll be right back. Blotitious, skeevy, delicious. Give me goose, goose, love me good. Damn, Hollis to Hollywood, but is he good? A guest like the jeans, uh, flavor like praline. Sick daddy, I mean, Papa love it when it does. This is DJ Gullah Gullah. We gonna have to take this one back all the way to the 90s for this one. You wanna trust a girl with a big button and smile? Then you ain't listening to the oldies, fool. Here go Poison by Bell Biv DeVoe. Yeah, Spider-Man and Freezing full effect. Uh-huh. You ready, Ron? I'm ready. You ready, dude? I'm ready, Slick. Are you? Oh, yeah. Take it down. Girl, I must warn you. Yo, Hayes, man. I know you see that chick over there, man. Nah, which one? Man, her right there, man. The big booty and the smile. Damn. Right. And, and she Latin, too. You know, I like them I like them light-skinned Latin women, bro. I don't know about Latin ones, man. I heard they crazy. I don't know. I may have to take that chance for her, though, bro. She bad. I, just, I don't know. I, you know what? I'm, I'm, I'm with you. I probably shouldn't shoot my shot. Can't get the number no way. <laughs> Try to get them digits. And go get them digits, man. You know... You you challenging me, man. Now I'm gonna have to go get him. I'm finna go holler at her, man. I'm I'm finna go if, get these digits. See if she got a friend. <laughs> Excuse me. I um I saw you from across the room, so I wanted to um, come and introduce myself. I'm no, Wait, I mean I'm just I'm just trying to introduce. Listen, I don't even know what that means, but all I'm trying to say is that I'm just trying to come over here and introduce myself so I can. Okay. 
Man, um, that was a little bit embarrassing. Ah, uh, you ain't get the number. <laughs> you man. <laughs> I seen you walking back, kind of shame, man. I, I wasn't gonna say nothing. I, I really would. I'm finna get this number though. Watch. I'm fin- You know what? I got a plan. I'll be right back. I'm finna go get this number. Just watch what I do. Don't put nothing on a drink. <laughs> DJ Gullah, look, I need you to do me a huge favor. Listen, I need you to play these two songs back to back. I need you to do this for me. Come through on this. Thank you. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Party rockers in the house. We about to slow it down. We about to slow it down. Just a little bit because I got a special request for a love song. Somebody trying to get in some panties tonight. I see you, lover boy, Haze. DJ Gullah Gullah got you, baby. I'm about to slow it down with some rock with you by the man, the icon, Michael Jackson. the same Cause girl you came and changed the way I want the way I don't I cannot explain the things I feel for you but girl you know it's true I'll stay with me I'll feel my dreams and I'll be all you need All right, now, I did a whole entire dance routine to come over here just to convince you to dance with me. The DJ's about to play my song. We're going to dance on this one. Si, me encanta balad. Did you at least get the number? I got the number, man. I told you I was going to get it. I got the number. Did you not? I, I got the number. How you get the number with those moves? Man. I thought I taught you better than that, man. Listen, man. These hips do what they want to do after a while, man. But I got the number. Hey, never mention your hips to your bros again. <laughs> <laughs> Facts. <laughs> so what did you did you see if she got a friend? Man, no, I ain't see if she had no friend. I was so focused on trying to get this number, man. I did not. I, you I completely was, forgot, man. You was focused on trying to dance. <laughs> but it, I, I mean, it worked out for you, so I guess it's all good. <laughs>
Time to slow down the party. DJ Gullah, turn turn down the music. We're getting ready for one of my favorite parts of hip hop culture. One of the best and 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 just all around embodiments of what this culture is. Um, one of the last great sports. Uh, that's a battle rap, people. Well, this is the kickback. I guess I should introduce myself, even though you guys are at my party. If you don't know, I am CEO Hayes. We're getting ready to go into a battle. And this is, like I said, this is my favorite part of the hip-hop culture. Uh, The battle is one of the things that everyone loves a good rap battle. And it doesn't always have to be some of the most lyrical jabs. It, It doesn't always have to be that. Sometimes... All when you when you look at a rap battle, what you want to see is you want to see two people who are kind of on even playing fields. You want to see the wordplay and lyricism. You want to see just the the combativeness and uh and it, battles are also more than just the words. It's how you command the crowd, how you play into the crowd. That's why battles are just like I said. It, it's it's my favorite part of the hip hop culture. Um and and people people who aren't really as entrenched in the hip hop culture think. Think when you think of rap battles, some people automatically go to drama. It's not. It's not about that. Most times in rap battles, people go out for drinks, so they kick it afterwards. Like it, it's not. It's not just about that. But people, this is the kickback. We're getting ready to get into this battle. Let me know what you guys think. DJ Gullah, take him. DJ Gullah Gullah about to drop the beat for this rap battle! Yeah, we got Remy versus Superstar Chris Sparks. We about to see who got the best bars here tonight. Ain't you having a good time here at the kickback? Here we go! Oh shit, I forgot all my lines. Oh shit. That would hurt you more than it hurt me. <laughs> because without me rapping, you just look like a nigga outside rapping looking thirsty. Anyway, they expecting them common sense, quality quality words from my mouth. Versatile style by how us black folks should work some shit out. I really just want to knock this motherfucker out. 
The way I don't know whether to tuck them in or bury them now. I'm just saying that conscious shit, nothing you got to worry about. I ain't got time to play with you. We all know you non-confrontational. Bitch made. Pom-poms. Daisy Dukes. Folks like, why take a scoop to rhyme lines I aim to duke? In reality, I could be battling John John, maybe Sue. Take a look with my eyes. Try to find a way I view. It's my occupation to take us new places that the URL top guys ain't gonna do. I got time available. Cheddar got the plane I flew. But being a networker, I took it a step further with my ties like lace and shoes. Since I set merger with in your window, I'm like Tears is facing Q. My very presence is a lesson to teach you all how to make some moves. And that's a lesson to you all. Make some moves. And if you're making moves, get you harder. State the truth. Make this explainable. I took Chris because I could be lazy. Dude, less than week. I'm talking like a day or two. This battle got him soup like wontons and Asian food. I turned this shit to Channel 5 Live breaking news. Pussy, you ain't lying like Mufasa. You lying like imposters. I will beat you lifeless till you lying with the doctors. No, I will put your body in a pile of steam and lava. Honestly, you'll probably be a fossil if they find you. Uh -huh. Fuck the lies that you're telling, dog. I know you extra soft. The only thing you ever punched, a line in a metaphor. Only time you a predator's round a child about 11 to find the crime in progress that you can spy on and start telling on. I'm here to get him going. I really want to kill this prick, but they say I'm being a hypocrite. Talk about pistol since I went against T-Dub and told him to quit this shit. Let me explain to y'all what the biggest difference is. T-Dub is a father. I want him to live for the sake of his little kids. If his life is risk for crips to me, that's ridiculous. On the other hand, me and this nigga Chris, I ain't got no children, bitch. I'm a bachelor with a master's in blasters. Come get your syllabus. If I choose to bring up the bangers, it'll be some creative, like I give them four in mouth, now you're speaking my language. Four in mouth, language, that don't tell much, but where your dialect should arrest, not to yell stuff. Dialect, yell, let you yell, what the hell, fuck, I'm nice. I say something like, if I'm the one to get the 12 gauge pump, it does in your life. Now, one, two, equal 12, 12 is a dozen, right? If you double a couple twice, you get eight, eight, and I something, yikes. Now, he might come and say something tight, this shit might be some fire shit, but does he deserve credit for thinking it? Or do I deserve credit for inspiring it? In spite of this, at the beginning of this round, shit then got worse for you. But understand, brother man, it's business, not personal. Right. So yo, I say, I know you came with some personal flips. But in person is as personal as personal gets. I got a verse of few with word abuse on a versatile tip that is disturbing how I murdered you by serving you this. Now the boss say my boss great. Open the guitar case like Scarface did. Everything superstars say sick. I'm in the ring checking chins like the heartbreak kid. Now you chose the side to let the culture rise, but you coincide with the vulture eye, you supposed to die. No reason to proceed in war is premature, so please ignore. Remedy. You prescribe to them cause y'all ride for him. Well I'ma call you Tylenol cause you had a silent fall. We nerds. Why play the thug when our grades is up? Switch the role, I'll play the thug. If this was school and it's beef, I'm hopping out the locker like Dollar Bill from the Players Club. You a pass star. You a pass star. And I bash all because I'm pass raw. So I'm shutting them down, getting rid of Remy like his last call. I've been burning calories, earning salaries since German casualties. Way before your turn to battle me. Check my camera work. I originated this style. You just got to a camera first. I 
edit this style, you just got to a camera first. I used to watch your vids like they got this kid that can chop and twist and you forgot your shit, got the biz and Juzilla took your accomplishments. Oh. If you don't love to win, don't touch the pen. My style hot since Cal Watson was above the rim. You are not elite, nigga. You just look like a beast when they put you against weak niggas. You do good against street niggas, but this geek nigga mistreating your brand like cheap liquor. A real star. A real star. I can pass with looks. In school's in session, my nigga grabbed your books. But notice how many notes that this bastard took. And they don't even sell Remy behind the glass at Snook. All right, let me know who y'all got. Who y'all got in that battle? Who won this battle? Let me know. <laughs> DJ Gullah Gullah, take it back. Yo, this party has been off the hook. And I'm going to tell y'all right now, you ain't got to go home, but you do got to get the hell out of here after this joint. We having an after party at the Marriott. All the sexy ladies can come up to my room. I love spinning for y'all right here on the kickback on the Awakened Soul. Thank you, CEO Hayes, for hiring the boy. I'm out of here. I hope y'all enjoyed y'all night. All right, y'all. I want to thank you, everybody, for uh sticking out through this um experiment i wanted to do something a little different i wanted to have fun we've been so heavy on the awakened soul for the last few weeks that i wanted to try something that was strictly and purely fun and and like i said experimental this was basically for all intents and purposes it was like a skit but in complete audio form so let me know what you guys think about it i may try something again like this uh next uh well not next time but Later down the road, um, maybe a little bit more perfected. Like I said, it was the first time me ever even attempting something like this. And uh, it was definitely a task to get this all edited and, and to kind of plan it all out. Um, a lot of music here, which I really wanted to do something that was like musically inspired, um, as well as I wanted to answer questions. Like I, I, I really did want to sit back and uh, answer a lot of questions on this episode, um, but I wanted to attack it a little differently. And as I was gathering questions, um, a lot of them were either musically based or based around something that would happen with the interaction. And I kind of set it all in a house party. So there were definitely questions answered. Like this kickback is as much as... It's, it was a skit and it was meant as like a, a form of art in a, say, in a sense, I should say. Um, there were definitely questions. A lot of questions that you guys submitted were answered in this. And I probably will put it in the description. But let me know if you could uh, figure out like what questions were answered. So, for example, uh, the Boys in the Hood, uh, that started off because one of the questions that were submitted to me is, what would be a song that you would play to start a party? And because that's my favorite beat of all time, that would definitely be what I would play first to start a party. So that that kind of shows you what kind of the mindset was behind some of the, the choices with the music and, and the skits and everything. So let me know if you guys can figure it out. Like I said, I probably will put it in the description just in case anyone comes on. Uh, for any first time listeners of The Awakened Soul, this is not how we usually are. Like I said, this one was strictly fun and just it, it it was it was a a really it was a joy to do this um shout out to to my cast in this one um johnny and ralph who played my friends at the party um fame black who played dj gullah gullah uh aj who played uh, the interviewer at the top of the show shout out to cliche who played the spanish 
love interest from Duolistic. Uh, so, yeah, there were a lot of people involved in this. And I want to sh- send out thanks to each and every one of you guys. Now, uh, we will be getting back into the, the Awaken Soul proper uh, next week. But this one was just a lot of fun, people. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Let me know what you think about it. Uh, this has been CEO Hayes. You can find me at CEO H-A-I-Z-E. Don't forget, we will be ending this uh, podcast with my favorite one of my favorite songs of all time uh to finish answering that question i started answering at the top of the show i'll see you guys next week so mad i mean this is probably just as much as my fault as it is yours when i turned the blind eye to the time that you shaved the cat and painted him yellow or when you turn the washing machine into an aquarium complete with octopus at the bottom should have should have bring a bell something should have went off in my head should have been a red flag but normal people just toilet paper folks houses you managed to use lady songs all over the Johnson's roof and their tree meticulously wrapping underwear around branches. How did you even find the time? And not disciplining you for hanging your classmate up by his underwear on a flagpole was probably a huge mistake. Boy, I don't know whether to send you to military school or to ISIS to start your own jihad. I'm conflicted, son. I don't know what to do anymore. And, you know, it looked like the scene from Heat on the news. Who does that at a house party? Clearly, only you, and I don't have any answers. Okay, I'm done talking, son. Come on, let's get out of here. Oh, don't take those handcuffs off, officer. Who knows what this fool is going to do in the car while I'm paying attention to the road. Come on, let's get out of here, boy. Come on, let's go.
goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill.